You're going to have to you check inside the lungs. It does a tremendous number on the lungs. A tremendous number, really. It's <laughs> like maybe three or four, the number that it does to the lungs. Uh, We're going to... Mr. Trump, is there anything we could inject into the lungs to to make it better? I, people, I don't know. Is there people the are telling me people are telling me we should probably try Tide Pods. People are telling me bleach. People are saying disinfectants of various sorts. Probably I, I've heard disinfectants in less than a minute. Is that correct? Is it's that what you're hearing? Ninety nine point nine percent of all germs disinfectants kill. So I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Maybe we, we could get one of these medical doctors to come on and show us uh, what the effects of eating bleach and Tide Pods would do to the human body. I know it's uh, just try it. Hydroxychloroquine didn't work. We're going to try something new. We're going to try bleach enemas. We're going to try it all. We're going to try it all. All right, what are we doing? Let's do this shit on air. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, we are live. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu, alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host, Crypto Chamber. Chamber, how are you doing? Doing pretty good, man. You know, um, turns out, uh, I don't know about you, uh, have you stepped on a scale uh, since quarantine? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> and... Uh, quarantine has done a tremendous amount to my weight. <laughs> it's, um, it's done quite a number. All the numbers, really. All of them. So, uh, just speaking for myself, I have not stepped on a scale, uh, just for fear of numbers. Uh, <laughs> I fear the numbers. We're not sure what numbers we're going to see. Yeah, wait, it might be a two. It could be a, there's definitely a two. Uh <laughs> I don't know what comes For after sure that. Sure, two. There's, There's definitely, definitely a two, maybe a five. I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but uh, I, I found out the hard way that maybe either either I've gained some weight or I've just I'm just you know tremendously out of shape. Um, uh, because both, yesterday both morning, could be true. <laughs> both, yeah, exactly. Both could absolutely be true. Uh, yesterday morning, um, I, I I ran out to get uh, to get some things from the grocery, and as I hopped in my car, I I don't know what happened. Um, the way I sat in my car, I guess my foot was maybe turned the wrong way, or I I don't know what happened. But as I sat down, I basically tore ligaments in my knee. Uh, oh my God. just like immediately I'm like oh shit like I can't like I can't move my knee so I have been on you know uh, doses of, of Advil and Tylenol uh, back and forth for like the last 12 hours I would say or no 24 hours I would say um, and it, it just really goes to show you that you know I probably a need more exercise and probably should lose some weight as well uh, because my body's just I can't even sit in my car without you know tearing ligaments at this point uh, which is you know not ideal wow that yeah. is something for sure yeah. <laughs> uh, I have gone I've gone up for sure a couple pounds um, the height of my weight gain on quarantine was I think six pounds. Uh, oh, that's all right. Yeah, I'm only I'm back down to like three pounds. So Ooh, that's braggart. why that's why you have to step on the scale though, because like otherwise I would have just kept going. That's you know what you got a fair point there, but I would have just kept going and like I'd been like, oh, this is great. Uh, just more Doritos, please. <laughs> What's your Dorito choice of preference? If, uh, if I use Doritos in that example, however, I am actually not a huge Dorito fan. Really? Yeah. Uh, but if I'm going to go with Doritos, it's going to be Cool Ranch. Do you guys have like a, a plethora of uh, flavor options down there in the U.S.? Like oh, here in Canada. Yeah. We're, we're, we're flavor we're, fiends down oh, here. Okay. I figured yeah. as much, but uh, I'm a big fan of the uh, jalapeno cheddar. I don't know if you guys have those. Those are Oh, quite, yeah. I think we have those. Those are quite the delight. <laughs> quite delightful. Um <laughs> 
what is your so like here's the problem this is why i have gained weight um it's it's really my wife's fault quite honestly oh no it's uh, no it's my wife's fault too i, I completely so, agree and here's why when she's she's a snacker right mm-hmm. so like she'll she has to eat three meals a day like breakfast lunch and dinner she'll be right. snacking in between and then what happens like i don't usually eat like that uh, maybe i'll eat breakfast or mm-hmm. like i'll have coffee and then i eat like typically one meal a day and now i've upped it from one to three <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, the the other problem is now that i'm eating more meals i eat like whatever she doesn't eat on her plate absolutely so, so like i get the uh, it's really just like six x what i normally eat that, <laughs> that's the problem and i eat a lot to begin with <laughs> right no i hear you i hear you um uh, i'm the same i'm literally the same way uh you know if if i was a single guy i'd probably eat like maybe one to two meals a day at the most um like i don't i don't go searching for food typically um but my wife which is extremely upsetting because she's also a snacker. But on top of that, she has this like thyroid issue where she doesn't gain any weight like at all. Must be nice. It's 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 thoroughly upsetting. Like she loves baked goods. Like I'm going to bakery. I used to go to bakeries all the time. Like I, I knew all the bakeries in like a 50 mile radius and all the best ones. <laughs> um, like, yeah, I mean, I, I've gained. I guarantee you I've gained since knowing her. She has consistently been, you know, within five pounds of the same weight, you know, for the last 18 years. I guarantee you I have gained 50 pounds. Wow. From, from 18 years ago. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's very upsetting. And she just walks around like it's well, no big I've deal. Definitely gained, I've gained that much from 18 years ago. I used yeah. to wrestle in high school. Oh, really? Year, I could see that. I, I could see that for sure. Senior year of high school, I wrestled 130. What? I was born one thirty. <laughs> I couldn't tell you one thirty. I couldn't tell you last time I was one thirty. I mean, I can. I was senior year of high school. Jesus, that's that's nice. That's oh a nice. That's a nice goodness. weight. What else is going on? Any anything else you got going on in your since the last time we spoke? I gotta tell you, I spent. I, I don't know. I, I complained about it a little bit to you yesterday, but I spent at least 12 to 14 hours yesterday on Twitter, like Jon Snow, defending my tweet. I put out one uh, t- <laughs> the Kobe the Kobe Shaq tweet. Yeah, all by myself. Uh, Battle of the Bastards. <laughs> so this is what I was going to call you out on. I said, Oh, were you? <laughs> So you you clearly uh, in in cowardice did not put up our poll. <laughs> not cowardice. <laughs> no sense in t- getting a bad read on the situation when these people don't know anything about basketball. <laughs> all right. Now, if all I was right, polling, yeah, keep, so, all right, keep going. If I was polling uh, basketball professionals, whether they be um, you know people that uh, you know beat writers or actual NBA players, I would absolutely put out a poll. People not that a bunch know of basketball. beat off writers. Pardon me. Yeah, not a bunch off. of beat off writers. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of beat off writers. Um, yeah, if it was if I was talking to people that understood basketball to the level that I understand basketball, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But I'm not sending out a poll with a bunch of horned up Jordan fans that just watched uh, <laughs> that just watched the Last Dance. So, uh, are we saying then uh, that I'm going to win that draft? Is that what's happening here? I. <laughs> After yesterday's debacle, I, yeah, um, I haven't put out that poll, which I should. You're right, but I know I'm 100 percent gonna that's, lose it. That's the poll. I oh, wanted. sorry, that's I think you meant a poll of like. Oh, okay, sorry. Yes, no, that was just uh, I, 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 I was wrapped up in another, uh, you know. Twitter well, argument. I figured you didn't put it up because of the the tongue lashing you were getting. From I will. I'll put it up today. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, that, you kind of already know what the results are. Gonna I be. know what the results are going to be bunch of homers um but that's yeah, the no, poll i was talking about all day all day i was just beating away you know shitty arguments upon shitty arguments all right what's uh, the what's the best and worst one you heard wow the worst one is just basically you could put jordan like the worst one the one that infuriates me is like oh you can just take jordan and whatever like top 50 player 
at the time, and they're going to win championships. I'm like, okay, Jordan is good. I mean, LeBron do- does it. Not win champion. Like, he definitely needed other guys to win championships. Like, Wait, he didn't he win his first in, championship until he, he teamed up with Bosh and Wade. Yeah, but then after that, who did he and win with? Kyrie him? and Kevin Love. I yeah, mean, those I are... So. Yeah, okay. You know, um... He definitely didn't win championships all by himself. And I could also argue that LeBron's better than Jordan. Um, as well, a, I think that's the argument, right? It's not, I, I, it's that's not, not even, even Kobe Jordan anymore. It's Re- LeBron Jordan. And yesterday people, was, yeah, and yesterday was not me saying Kobe Jordan. It was saying Kobe Bryant and Shaq in their prime, in the three-peat years, could beat the Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan three-peat years. I mean, everybody would just say, oh, it's Jordan. Like, everybody's just hanging on the, you know, the, the Jordan Haynes boxer shorts. Um, <laughs> like, it, it was crazy. Like, nobody even, it, it was basically like I was talking insa- insanity. Like, it, it wasn't even a conversation. And when you start talking like that, that to me says a lot of, a, a lot of things. It means you're, you, doesn't, you don't actually watch basketball. You just love Michael Jordan, which is fine. Just don't argue with me uh, when you don't know what you're talking about. I think is, is, is the is, is the pull is from this. You, I've never seen you quite so. I was on fire incensed. all day yesterday, <laughs> all day. So yeah, so the yeah the the argument of Jordan and literally anybody else could you know just keep winning. Well, I mean, I don't think you can argue that uh, Scottie Pippen is. Uh, that's the thing, right? Like you can't do. Jordan without Pippen, really. No, totally. And I mean, and that's the thing that like people, I think, sometimes underestimate how good Scottie Pippen really. Absolutely, Scottie Pippen was a terrific basketball player. Also, criminally underpaid. (laughs) Absolutely, criminally underpaid. There was a there's a great uh, story I I was reading about um, when Tony Kukoc was going to come over from Australia, and uh, how they didn't want to pay Scottie Pippen and want to give Tony Kukoc a lot of that money. And then they ended up playing each other in uh, in the Olympics, and apparently Scottie Pippen just destroyed Kukoc. <laughs> um, nice. But any basketball fan will tell you Scottie Pippen is not an A level all time. You know what I mean? Basketball player. I don't know. I've seen some stuff that calls him top fifty all time. Yeah, but f- top fifty all time isn't like tier A. Is what I'm saying. Like tier A is your Magic right, Johnsons, okay. your yeah, LeBron, yeah, your yeah, Jordan, right. your Kobe, your Shaq. Fair. Fair. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm he's, thinking all time, though. Like, 50 is pretty good. 50 is great, but you can't argue that Kobe and Shaq are at least in the top 10 all time. Each, you mean? Each, individually. individually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. So you got two top 10 all time versus a what? A top 50, which I agree. I would almost argue top 25 all time for Scottie Pippen. I'm being, right. I'm being nice about it. <laughs> you know, but top 25 ain't top 10. You know, I don't know. Are, we a, are we a crypto podcast? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> uh, speaking but, of sports, though, I have a good story. Yeah. So yesterday. It was a big day, I heard. A big day. Uh, I'm not sure how you heard. I just, I'm, I'm aware of things. <laughs> I'm aware. Okay. Well, I'm not sure how you heard, because I don't know if I told you. <laughs> oh, okay. So maybe we're not talking about the same thing. Uh, I, I'm not sure. Well, what what did uh, maybe I did tell you? I don't know. What do you think I'm talking about? I'm just. I, I thought there was a NFL draft yesterday. Oh, there was the NFL draft. Yesterday. Oh, that's not what you're talking about. No, oh, I'm okay. talking about something different. Okay. Um, so you know how I've been into like the sports memorabilia and all that yes. kind of stuff. I won myself a for one hundred dollars. I put this is what it cost me. Uh huh. I won myself a 1948 Babe Ruth signed baseball. What? Yeah. Like from the Sandlot? Yeah, like <laughs> like literally exactly from the Sandlot. And Are it's you probably serious? one of the last things that he signed before he died cuz Babe Ruth died in 1948. Wow. Yeah. That's so, crazy. Yes. It was That's awesome. a big day. Huge day. And so the story is is just insane like so the way it works is it's kind of like a raffle and uh-huh. you, somebody puts up like okay there's going to be 10 spots in this raffle for x amount of dollars per spot right mm-hmm. so the original raffle was 10 spots at 900 dollars, right meaning that the item is worth in this raffle nine thousand dollars right 
So if that raffle, those main spots don't fill, they start running these like mini raffles to fill the main spots. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I've been eyeing this thing all week and I'm like, man, this is just out of my price range to just take a, like a raffle ticket. You know what I mean? And I'm like, it's not, I'm never going to win. It's not worth it. The guy actually messaged me and he's like, Hey, I, I saw that you, you know, liked the post. There's one spot left in the last mini uh raffle and then we're full do you want are you interested in the spot i'm like you know what fuck it so i bought the spot for 100 bucks and uh i won the mini the mini raffle so that got me one spot in the main raffle right okay so now i have a one in ten chance of winning and which is uh, pretty good yeah i'll take that all day and it was kind of like you got to pick your spot. So like spot number one was open and spot number five was open. And I just, with no context, turned to my wife and I just go one or five. And she goes, uh, five. And I'm like, all right, five it is. And five came up. I won it. I was fucking flipping out. <laughs> and like, I still quite honestly have not come down off of my adrenaline. I, I wouldn't have slept last night. I, it's been, uh, it's been a good couple days. So, uh, that I'm actually, so the guy's got it, like normally when you win something like that, they ship it to you, but this is obviously a ridiculous item and I would be afraid. So the guy actually offered, he lives in Columbus, which is like six and a half hours away. Like a, uh, like a meet he, halfway? Yes, exactly. So tomorrow morning I'm going to drive oh, <laughs> and, so and meet exciting. this guy for, for a back alley Babe Ruth deal. <laughs> That's crazy. That that's yeah. a that's a life keeper, right? Like you know. Oh, one hundred percent. Like people, uh, people were immediately in my DMs trying to uh, buy it off me or trade it for something. Right. And like for me, I'm a Yankee fan, so obviously Babe Ruth is a big deal, and uh, it's like a once in a generation type item. Like I. It's something that I would probably pass on to my grandkids. And right. No, absolutely. Will be worth you know. A I don't lot know. of money. I actually think it's undervalued what that raffle was because I was just looking up Babe Ruth signed baseballs after. There's like $25,000, $50,000, $15,000. This thing's probably worth a little more than that uh, original price. So that was my day yesterday. I will, that's, I'm going to send insane. you, I'll send you right now just so you have it because I, I can't believe I didn't tell you this yesterday. Oh, no, you just, definitely didn't. It happened at like dinner time and then I had to do some other stuff. So like I couldn't really gather my thoughts right (laughs) that's awesome yeah pretty cool bambino pretty 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 cool i was watching that last night too Uh. (laughs) (laughs) so those are those are my happenings and i guess your happenings uh so you had a a bad sports experience bad sports day (laughs) bad sports day yesterday i had a good one but i guess with that let's get to the news all right you've got two stories i've got two stories let's go all right so first story off the hop um crypto friendly signature banks net income falls 30 percent in q1 of 2020 so um crypto friendly signature bank i don't know are you familiar with signature bank I'm not, but I'm sure you're going to tell me about it. Uh, they reported a 30% drop in its uh, net income for the first quarter of 2020 as compared to the first quarter of 2019. Um, the Q1 2020 net income stood at uh, just under $100 million, uh, as compared to $143.5 million in Q1 of 2019, according to financial results published on Thursday. So this seems like it's their total, it's not just their crypto. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Overall, overall business. Um, Signature Bank said the drop in net income is due to an increase in the provisions for credit losses, uh, which is uh, just over $60 million. Uh, The provision for the losses was, quote, uh, wholly attributable to COVID-19, said the bank. Wholly attributable. Wholly. Uh, Signature Bank's earnings per share uh, for Q1 of 2020 also came in lower at uh, $1.88. 
um, where at $2.18 uh, in Q1 of 2019, um, so a big difference there. Uh, on a positive side, Signature Bank's net interest income for Q1 of 2020 increased by 9.2% at uh, $348.3 million as compared to the first quarter of 2019. Quote, uh, the increase is primarily due to the growth in average interest earning assets, said the bank. Um, so a lot of the assets were earning interest, and that's where the growth came from. The New York City-based bank deposits also grew by 15% uh, to $42.24 billion in Q1 of 2020 as compared to Q1 of 2019, while average deposits grew by $1.1 billion in Q1 of 2020. Uh, quote, this was the second best quarter of deposit growth ever reported, uh, said Joseph DiPaolo, president and CEO of Signature Bank. I thought you were uh, going to say Joseph Deposit. <laughs> like, what a great banker name. <laughs> Joey Depot. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm fucking Joey Deposits here. Uh, New York Signature Bank. <laughs> uh, and pardon if you hear any uh, any uh, uh, loud banging coming uh, from my microphone. Uh, that it, My daughters are learning to skip rope uh, on the floor above me, directly above my head. Uh, so apologies for any uh, background noise there. Uh, quote... <laughs> Quote, moreover, this is now the third quarter in a row of over a billion in deposits in both total and average deposit growth. Since the end of 2019, first quarter deposits have increased 5.6 billion and average deposits have increased 4.7 billion, DePaolo added. Deposit, Joey, Joey deposits added. Um, looking at the bank's lending business, loans during Q1 in, uh, of 2020 increased 5% to $41 billion as compared to 2019. Um, Wait, so, it doesn't sound like they're doing bad. That article yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're, they're complaining about. The article headline sounded like they were going to be you know, hurting. So there's some positive stuff, but uh, yeah, overall, the net income falls below thirty uh, percent in Q1, uh, but they may have they may have a, a stellar you know Q1 in uh, in 2019. Which hey, uh, we never seen deposits so big. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, they they look uh, again thirty percent uh, on co- you know including a, a COVID disaster. Um, not awful, not awful. We're seeing no. far greater than that in a lot of other places. So. I've got one here uh, from our good friends at Coinbase. Yes. So uh, Coinbase launches a price oracle as it widens its focus on the DeFi space. So cryptocurrency exchange Coinbase has released its own price oracle in an effort to improve the resiliency of the price feed process. Uh, An oracle is a third. I was going to ask you, do you know what an oracle is? Uh, yes, uh, my grandmother uh, used to use an oracle all the time. You go in, you pay the money, they tell you some bullshit about your future, so on and so forth. Correct? Hello, I am the Coinbase Oracle. <laughs> <laughs> Bye now. <laughs> I remember him very well. He had a, a crystal ball. Um, DeFi. <laughs> he had a big old hat. Uh, a Fu Manchu beard. Looked it was, a lot like uh, a lot like Sinbad in that genie movie. I didn't want to say it, but bingo, that's exactly it. <laughs> uh, an oracle wrong is a third-party price feed that provides real-world data to a decentralized network. Right now, almost all open finance or DeFi platforms rely on price oracles to offer services like lending, margin trading, and derivatives. Uh, Uniswap and Kiber both have oracles that are widely used. However, this price feed process has been long criticized for being maintained by a centralized entity. So, okay, if it's DeFi, why are you using a centralized Oracle, I guess is the argument, right? It also introduces risk since the smart contract cannot verify the accuracy of the data. Uh, In a recent high-profile case, DeFi lending protocol BZX, which utilizes Kyber's price feed, suffered an Oracle attack that (laughs) resulted in a loss of $2,300. 188 ethereum oh Ooh. that's a lot of ethereum the coinbase, oracle should have really saw that coming <laughs> the oracle totally should have saw that coming coinbase on thursday uh launched coinbase oracle a signed price feed to allowing 
anyone to publish price data on chain. The data is sourced from the Coinbase Pro API and gets updated every minute. Users can leverage the Coinbase Oracle API to obtain signed price data for both BTC USD and ETH USD markets. Um, according to the announcement, getting data from an off-chain source uh, like an exchange usually requires users to trust uh, that publisher is posting the right prices and that the signing key is uncompromised, which historically has proven to be a difficult problem, especially when the stakes are high. Um, so pretty interesting here. Uh, I'm not sure what it means, quite honestly. Is is it a good thing? I've, I've, how into this DeFi stuff are you? Not very. Uh, but let me look into my crystal ball. Uh, I'll <laughs> tell you if it's bad or not. <laughs> what does it say? Uh, I have no idea. Kobe uh, and Shaq are the best. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> COVID will kill us all. <laughs> oh, that's dark. Dark oh crystal God. ball. Dark Oracle. Dark. Hashtag Dark Oracle is the hashtag <laughs> for the day. All right, I like it. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right, you got one more? I do have one more. Um, BitMEX is launching new ETH uh, USD futures, uh, which will be settled in Bitcoin, uh, which I thought was interesting. Um, I don't know if you use uh, tr- any sort of like uh, trading platforms, but typically you get settled in the uh, currency that you're you know trading in. So it's it's strange that you're you're going to get uh, settled in Bitcoin in this one. But you know, well, I'll take Bitcoin. That's fine. Uh, crypto derivatives exchange Bitmax is launching new ETH USD futures contracts starting on May the fifth. The new contracts. ETHUSD allows traders to speculate on the future USD price of ETH. Uh, traders who think that the price of ETH will, will rise will buy futures contracts, while those who believe the price will drop will sell it. Um, you know, pretty straightforward. <laughs> the new contracts offer leverage up to 50x and require margin to be post, uh, posted in Bitcoin. Uh, it means traders can go long or short on these contracts using only BTC. I see. So that's that's what you're betting on. That makes more sense then. Uh, the futures have uh, have been fixed Bitcoin multiplier of zero. Uh, 0.00001 Bitcoin per one USD, meaning for each USD move, uh, the contract pays out uh, 0.0001 Bitcoin regardless of the USD price of ETH. Uh, this allows traders to go long or short ETH USD exchange rate without ever touching ETH or USD. Uh, the first ETH USD contract will expire in June. Uh, notably, BitMEX already offers ETH perpetual contracts and ETH future contracts. Uh, the former have no settlement being perpetual, while the latter allows traders to speculate on the future value uh, of the Ether Bitcoin exchange rate rather than the Ether USD exchange rate. Uh, the launch of the new contract comes at a time when BitMEX is facing significant liquidations since the quote black thursday event which saw bitcoin's price tank by roughly 50 percent in just one day in mid-march that's what we're calling it it? i've heard it before yeah black thursday um which hey that's cool um one more thing to talk about um on the rec podcast thursdays yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> Thursdays, is that what you said? Thur- Thursdays, yes. I like Ferrata it. Yeah. Hayes, yes. Black Thursdays. <laughs> so basically, you're be- you're able to stake your BTC uh, on the future on the price, price of yes, USD the- uh, of ETH USD. Correct. Not yes. not uh, not the B- not which is why BTC. it's settled in uh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I don't know if I'd mess around with that, but uh, are, you there's- a, are you a mexer at all? Have you ever mexed? I've dabbled. I like using. Um, I don't know. Uh, I like using Bitfinex a little bit more. Yeah, I used to use Bitfinex a lot. I've used Bybit. Uh, I've really never dabbled on BitMEX just because they're very strict about U.S. customers. Right. So, like, if I'm, even if I'm, you know, take a, a road trip to Canada, uh, like, I'm afraid that I will mess that up and suddenly, <laughs> and, and suddenly be back in Pennsylvania, you know? And, right. You know. Uh, they'll cut my road trip short. Yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Be like, so, officer, I have a Babe Ruth baseball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got one more here, and 
it, it's uh, it's an opinion piece here. It's from the block crypto. Is the Bitcoin having priced in the pandemic? complicates things says gsr's rich rosenbloom uh it's the question every bitcoin investor's mind when the uh mining reward is cut in half next month will the cryptocurrency's price rally uh as it has after previous halvings or is it already priced in um if bitcoin were an efficient market it would probably be priced in according to gsr trading co-founder rich rosenbloom who appeared on the latest episode of the scoop uh, quote, I think we still have a lot, a bit of a disjointed market in crypto and in the middle of a unique event, the pandemic, he said, uh, due largely to the drop in price thanks to the coronavirus pandemic, I think it's not totally priced in. Interesting. Um, so he says, given the fact that we were so much higher a couple months ago and the amount of selling each day from the mining rewards is going to drop in half i think there's more upside probability in the next few months than downside he says what do you think i mean if if it wasn't priced in and all the other halvings why would it be priced in in this having i guess would be the question well potentially because uh, just of you know more eyes on bitcoin i guess right like more Trust money I, in it do you see my do you see the participation on my tweets there's not a lot of eyes on bitcoin right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a direct you correlation that, you think that's the issue huh <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm just looking at my oracle right now and it's telling me uh future future is uh future is not very bright i mean uh, we haven't even talked about this yet though so uh since our last episode we're up about 500 600 bucks yeah, we had a nice rally. Um, I I bought live on the show and yeah. that worked out. So it did work out. <laughs> I mean, it was only sixty dollars worth. I wish I had deployed the whole stack. Now I'm right. sitting here with a stack in my cash app, but right now we're sitting at seven thousand four hundred ninety-two bucks, six point six percent increase this week. Ethereum one eighty-seven, which is a nine point six five percent increase. XRP up three percent. Bitcoin Cash up. Two and a half percent Bitcoin SV up one percent. Uh, that's your top five. Hmm. Interesting. Cardano up 25 percent. Fucking Cardano. Tezos up 28 percent. Yeah, Tezos is making a move. I saw that. Interesting. Yeah, it's it is interesting. I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's I don't think it's priced in currently. Um, but you've been on the train that uh, this ha- we're going this- to. You've been on the train that it'll take a while after to. Yeah, happen. I don't think like uh, whatever. You don't, don't think it's going to pump on the way up to the having. You think it's going to be months after. I mean, there might be a, a a slight pump. Like it wouldn't shock me if um, you know climbing up to the having, uh, we saw. I don't know. A even in the eight like in the eight thousand dollar range, um, and then maybe there's a sell off shortly thereafter, back down to kind of maybe where we are now. But I think I think we'll see a slow rise, you know, over the next, like you know, six six to eighteen months after. Um, with a, and I mean, like, where are we going? What do you think? What's the top number? Another bull run, top number. I think. Are you ready for this? Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I think a hundred and fifty thousand dollar Bitcoin. Shut the. F- at the top of the next bull run yeah that's what i think that's what i think that's what i'm saying it i'm saying it hundred fifty thousand (laughs) dollars no that's the the top of the next bull no (laughs) you don't think that you don't think you don't think there's a crazy podcaster saying 20k uh back in 2015 like we're we're at a thousand we're at a thousand dollars right now i say the top of the bull is gonna be 20k it's the same reaction i think oh i don't know man all right (laughs) <laughs> Lock it in. <laughs> Lock it in. Ass once is the only one that knows my dark secrets. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> he's our new patron, remember? Yes, but what does that have to do with he, your He's dark the only one listening, so he's the only one that can call me out on, uh, uh, on that's this. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's the only of, one listening. All five of our listeners. Right. So, I mean, you can, you can say whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. Uh, no one's, yeah. you know, there's only five people listening, so it's all right. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Anyway, all right, that's going to do it for the news. We've got, uh, what else do we have here? We're going to talk about 
Chamber, you're going to talk about the your best and worst things in quarantine. Yeah, I think we, we should, you know, we're, we've been into quarantine now for what? I feel, I don't even know anymore, four or five weeks? Yeah, it's over It's over a month for sure. Right? It's, it's, we're probably pushing six weeks. Oh, least. my goodness. Yeah. So, so we've, you know, at the very start, everybody was kind of like, hey, we're working from home. We're binging Netflix. We're eating fucking bonbons. You know, um, big bonbon guy over there. Uh, yeah, not a, not a big bonbon guy actually. No. Um, but you know, now that we've been in the shit uh, for you know a good amount of time, I would say um, th- there's some there's some realities that have set in. Uh, you know, I've talked about you know we've talked about you know eating and weight distribution. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, blown knees, just getting into cars. It's bad. It's bad news. But I, I feel we should take time to reflect on some of the best things about being in quarantine and some of the worst things. Um, what do you got for us? I think right off the bat, um, and maybe it's a curse and a blessing at the same time. But the fact that I'm basically wearing a tracksuit most days, uh, <laughs> like a <laughs> like Joey deposits, like Joey deposits goes into work every single day with his crushed velvet uh, Puma tracksuit. Hey, give me your money, yeah. <laughs> um, I I haven't worn I haven't worn dress pants or a tucked in shirt in this amount of time for sure. I've, I think it's fancy when I put jeans on now. So I, do I. Yeah, I think <laughs> jeans are now fancy pants. I can't even tell you the last time I wore a pair of pants with a zipper or a button. <laughs> now, the benefit here is I've actually found, uh, you know, sweatpants that I really like. You can actually get like designer sweatpants or, you know, fashionable sweatpants, which I've really dove into significantly over the last couple of weeks. Um, now, like, what do they look like? Are you know, they're like, tapered. They look like uh, yeah, they like a like a like a like a like a like a slim fit sweatpant. Uh, yes, I have I have a pair or two of those. Yes, uh, these things are my f- absolute favorite. Um, the, like the athletic looking ones. Exactly. You know, tapered yes. at the very bottom. You put some sneakers right. on. You don't, you don't look too awful. Right. Um, you know, not your dad's sweatpants. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, um, that would require me having to have my dad's sweatpants. Yeah, exactly. Not your dad's <laughs> sweatpants. You know. <laughs> <laughs> like, where would you get my dad's sweatpants? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where. I, was I don't think from. my dad owns a pair of sweatpants. Good quite for honestly. you. I remember my dad absolutely. My dad is a sweatpants wearer for sure. No, my dad is one of those guys that uh, he like. Even when he comes home from work, he doesn't change out of his work clothes till he goes to bed. Oh, what a! I'd kill. Oh, that's nice. No, my dad. I since I, I want to say since I've been ten years old, I've been telling my dad how to dress. And for 27 years, he has not been listening. <laughs> I buy him clothes at Christmas. I buy him clothes. I'm telling you, I hope he's not listening to this one because I'm going to tell a funny story. Um, uh, my favorite. Odds are he's not. Definitely not. He may have. He definitely listened to one episode he liked. Uh, but my my gut's telling me he's definitely not listened to another episode since then. Um, one Christmas, I bought him a a. a a, a, a button-down shirt and sweater combo. Okay. okay. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. You know, it was very nice. It was, it was, it was, it was. You know, a good look at the time. This is probably going back. I don't know, ten years or so, eight, ten years. Uh, so at the time, you know, you get your button down, you put your sweater over, you know, the collars pop on the top. It's a nice dad look. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very, very. You know, very sharp like look. Vintage dad look. Right. Exactly. Um, like bend you over your knee, you're getting a spanking, Dad. Exactly, yeah. firm but fair. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like grab, <laughs> like grab your arm in public when you're acting out, Dad. Look. Right. Exactly. Ow. But but like you know, also might go have a couple of drinks with the boys later. Right. Exa- exactly. Yeah. And he's got a great portfolio. Oh, he's got a portfolio, and it, yeah. he's not afraid to talk about it. No. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So. So, you know, we have our Christmas. Bought oil at negative. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, f- <laughs> so, 
Christmas happens, whatever. We, you know, we, we, you know, we, we have our dinner, we have our drinks, we go to bed. I wake up the next morning, and I'm a, I'm a typically early riser, and my dad is also an early riser. So I, I get out. You know, I was, I was staying in the spare bedroom in the basement with, uh, with my wife, and uh, I, 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 I let her sleep. I, I crawl up the stairs, get some coffee, and I see him, and he's wearing my gift. <laughs> early in the morning <laughs> yeah no absolutely got out of bed he's like he's like how do you like it and i look at him I'm like dad you're wearing it backwards he had put on the sweater first and then open like like not button down open button shirt over the top okay so your button down is now just a straight open shirt and it's and it's put over the sweater and I looked at him, and my dad, my dad has a temper. Uh, and when he's embarrassed is when the temper gets the worst. And he embarrasses himself a, a lot, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> and when I laugh, like, you know me, I'm a laugher. Uh, and apparently my laugh is his kryptonite, because anytime that I'm laughing at him, it destroys him. Uh, and I, I, I stop, and I'm like, I can't be the only one to see this. I can't be the only one. Oh, no. I said, I said, I need, to, I need, I need to keep it together so I can go back downstairs, wake up Amber and make her see this because <laughs> there's nobody that's going to love it more than my wife. Uh, or at least so I go downstairs. I said, okay, go upstairs and get a coffee. And you tell me, you know, <laughs> tell me what you think. <laughs> and, and I mean, it's still one of the funniest things we talk about to this day. Like she went upstairs, came back down. Just we, I think we, I think we cried, laughed in the spare bedroom for 15 minutes. And oh then went, and then went up and told him like, uh, yeah, that, uh, I think uh, you're supposed to, uh, you know, and he was very, you know, he was very embarrassed about it, but, uh, it was, it was funny. And you know what? We all do embarrassing things. So it's, it's still fun to laugh. Um, and he never wore clothes again. And he never. <laughs> He never did, never did. Uh, but that's one of my favorite. Uh, yeah, it's one of my f- favorite moments. Uh, uh, trying to dress my so dad up. Good. <laughs> but um, yeah. So besides clothes, I would say. I don't know about you, but yeah, like we talked about, like just being able to clean up everything. Um, uh, I rearranged my office yesterday. That was nice. That's nice. Yeah. Um, I did. But that's really like the only cleaning that we've done. Really. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the the house is pretty clean, but I gotta tell you. It is depressing. Like, I feel bad for my kids, um, like, not being able to play outside all that much. Like, you know, I have, I have a kid not going to school. Like, she's not hanging out with anybody. Like, she just sees her meathead of a dad and her, you know, her nice mom most days. In those um, fancy sweatpants. In those fancy sweatpants. Yeah, exactly. I popped these right out of the dryer. I feel good today. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's... Um, like what are some of the things you're not liking? Like, is is there not anything liking, dude? I'm to- I've told you I'm loving this. I, you know, I don't. I, I want to just quit my job after this and figure out how I can live this way all the time. But don't you? I you miss maybe going to a restaurant or maybe going. Sure, that stuff obviously. Like, of course, I want to be out and about as in like okay i want to be able to go out and eat or right go go have a drink somewhere but like i think the biggest thing for me is you know me i was traveling oh yeah three time three times a week for work and it's a lot and like i would do this show on the road absolutely and it's a lot and i was like so now i'm like fuck that like i don't want to do that anymore so i after this so i'm like okay how can i figure out how to not not do that anymore (laughs) i know what i mean um so it's actually been pretty good uh one of the things that i'm afraid that i've i'm never going back on is i've turned my wife into a video game junkie Mm. once you (laughs) once you go down that road it's it's hard to turn around her into a video game junkie so i bought the nintendo switch uh, because I wanted to play, I was like, okay, this time, this is perfect time to like get a video game and, and play something. And, you know, the problem is I historically and mostly play like sports games. So I'll play Madden, I'll play right. MLB the show, whatever. And those are games that I am, or my wife would obviously never be interested in. So 
my strategy was, okay, everybody's talking about this Animal Crossing game. I'm like, I think she could like be into it and we could it could be something we can like play together and, you know, sit on the couch and and pass a few hours and like I won't have to worry about feeling guilty that I'm playing video games and I'm not like paying attention to her. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Uh it is uh, she she Took to it like a duck to water. <laughs> like, <laughs> she, it's a lot of, yeah, that seems to be the popular. That seems to be the video game of of quarantine. Of quarantine. Yeah. yeah, and uh, honestly, it's been it's been awesome, a lot of fun. Uh, I'm just uh, I just think I, I've no I'm never going back to the other. Right. Like, I'm never no, going I could, back. yeah, I could see that being a like <laughs> it's it's her Nintendo Switch now. It's not. <laughs> it is no longer mine. <laughs> That's funny. Um, uh, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I, I, maybe I should get one of these things. Um, Probably I think you would actually like it, especially if you're, you know, same thing. You're playing like your your method of choice is your iPad games with your daughter, right? Right. Like, I'm sure she. There's some games. Oh no, she's yeah, she she's like. already talked about Switch. Um, yeah. She she's aware of it. Uh, I don't know if she's uh, aware of like Animal Crossing, but uh, I get to I get pretty competitive. I don't know about you, I get pretty competitive. Um, <laughs> And I'm not, sometimes I'm not fun to play with. Uh. Well, like this game, this game is not like a competing against each other game. Okay. Like you, we are, sh- we're like sharing our building of this imaginary island. Or okay. Whatever. All right. Let's so see. like okay. it, there's no, that. there's not a winner and a loser in this game, really. I've uh, definitely made my daughter cry playing uh, like paintball against yeah, her. Yeah, so like you don't, there wouldn't be any of that. Like I tar, I I'll t- I target her. Like I just. But you know what it would be? It would be like you said the other day, where she went to sleep and Daddy messes up her game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like you, she goes to sleep. You do all this stuff without her knowing. She comes back. The island's completely different, in the right? Night, and she flips <laughs> out. That's that's what it would be. The, the funniest, <laughs> the funniest thing lately is. Um, you know, at, at night, my wife and I will, you know, we, we get a little high uh, while watching uh, watching some shows. And uh, occasionally, you know, midnight rolls around, uh, my daughter will wake up and she'll kind of come find us, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, she comes out and, like, you know, I got a bong out on the table. And it's, <laughs> 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 she, she sees it all the time. She doesn't, she has no clue what it is. Um, but, and, and she sees remnants of a cake that we made. Oh, now that's what she gets upset about. She it. was, I'd never seen her so, so upset. She, she, it's, you know, she's sleepy. She's got that little kid, you know, sleepy, drowsy look on her face. And she's like, what happened to the cake? <laughs> <laughs> and mom and dad are just high as shit looking at her like, uh, we ate the cake, sweetheart. <laughs> and she was just like, Oh, <laughs> I said we'll make another cake in the morning. She's like, okay. <laughs> I picked her up and I brought her to the. But yeah, she's like, what happened to the cake? <laughs> uh, that's really funny. But um, so, what what are the good things that you have? Um, it's a good question. Um, I guess you know it is it is good to have like this kind of time, just the four of us. Um. You know, if, if I had teenage kids, probably wouldn't be as good because um, they oh, probably God, hate I me. Imagine that would be a nightmare, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, so like most most parents will say like you know, kind of the 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 early years. Like I'd say, you know, any any time under ten years old is is a lot of the best years. Um, so the fact that you know we can just really you know hunker down just the four of us, I guess, is 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 really good. Um, and it has like helped like just be able to like teach uh because we're doing a lot of homeschooling now mm-hmm. uh, i find my kids are learning how's way, that way better i mean my wife is doing like a, a fantastic job of you know following all of the uh, the teacher provided you know work assignments and stuff like that turns out i don't think a lot of parents are actually doing this for whatever reason i always equate it to like just shitty parenting but my wife was you know first to jump and say hey you know these parents might be working you know some of them actually might have to go to work uh, you know, might be a grandma taking care of them and they don't know how to work an iPad or, you know what I mean? A bunch of different reasons. But, yeah, you know, your from, wife's nice. Yeah. <laughs> These shit parents. Um, but yeah, like she's been doing a fantastic job of, you know, teaching the kids and stuff. And then having my oldest daughter home with my youngest daughter, my youngest daughter's picking up so much, like her vocabulary has gone through the roof. So just getting, you know, being around like that and, and just one-on-one work, I think, has benefited the kids pretty significantly, I would say. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. It's good. I, I don't know. <laughs> That's probably the good. I don't think anything for me is necessarily good. Like I like getting out. I like. <laughs> You're like everything. I have. everything I love is taken away from me. Basically, uh, you know, I can't watch basketball. Um, you know, they put out a Jordan documentary in the in the height of quarantine just to just to spit in my face uh, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean yeah i can't go i can't go and do anything like we had concerts like we you know we had concerts lined up for the spring i purchased two two sets of you know two different concerts already with plants doing some more i can't do any of those now um you know i guess uh it's 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 yeah there's it's fine. I could go back though. We can open up again. I think it's fine. <laughs> just just inject some bleach and you'll be good to go. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so it's it's fine though. I like I I do like being around my family this much. Um, a lot of people probably may, may or may not. I am seeing a ton of uh, like I have a coworker uh, who literally I don't know if I mentioned this before. Literally was in the midst of like getting a divorce with his wife and mm-hmm. then was about to move out and then lockdown happened now he can't move out of his house like Wayne Brady <laughs> exactly <laughs> um so like I mean that to me is the worst so I could see like a lot of you know a lot of if if your relationship wasn't fairly solid uh this is probably not doing any good for it I would imagine um so like that's probably not fun for a lot of people I would say but yeah just you know we we're pretty tight. Don't get me wrong. Like my wife and I, you know, it's never it's never perfect, but you know, we get pretty pretty good foundation, I would say. So it's it's been pretty good. Plus, you know, the kids and just hanging out with them. It's 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 not bad. It's it's pretty good. And it's definitely a time, a moment in time that will be always remembered. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah. So that's it. In that sense, it's good. Interesting. But yeah. that's it. More mostly bad things, though. I would say overall, mostly <laughs> awful things. <laughs> Uh, I don't not know. you though not you no, you got you got it. switches you got babe ruth's you got you know it's all sorts of fun stuff for you i'm uh, fucking for, loving it you're I'm losing probably, weight your I'm knees are intact one. no i am not losing weight i'm gaining weight oh, i'm barely I've just lost from the gain okay <laughs> <laughs> i've lost from the peak i've uh i believe they're talking about this they're saying it's the the peak the apex of the coronavirus fatness. Uh, now we're we've hit the apex. We you know we got we went straight up uh, parabolically. <laughs> we are now leveling off, and That's hopefully good. at some point we'll be coming back down uh, on the other side of this fat curve. I'm gonna eat that dead cat. I'm gonna tell you that much. <laughs> 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 oh man all right that's, that's right. going to do it for us and uh what else you got anything nothing i got nothing else we will uh, have a guest next week we will have a guest next week do you want to you know let them know i think we're gonna have sherpa uh shitcoin sherpa to be more specific he's got his show um this is crypto with sherpa I believe is huh. what it's called. Yeah. Uh, he's one, he's on uh, TV. Uh, if you want to check out his show, he just started up, I want to say, two months ago. Um, so he, uh, you know, he's a big figure on uh, on CT. Um, so we're going to have him on. We're going to talk about his show, what he's doing over there, all that fun stuff. Sweet. Sounds good. And that's going to do it for us. And until next time, don't get wrecked. And that is financial advice.